Hello everybody, it's me, Lindsay Rogers. Welcome to episode number 10 of the Pro Wrestling Fan Blog Podcast. I want to take out some time to talk about some crazy things that have been going a little bit carried away, and I think I know why. Um, it was brought to my attention that um, I guess some wrestling fans are really getting a little bit out of hand. Case in point, I should address what has been going on. Um, I, there was apparently some wrestling fan had as had said something very, very disturbing towards uh, Kenny Omega. You guys don't know. Yes, I'm talking about the AEW and Impact Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, World Heavyweight Champion, I guess I should say, uh, Kenny Omega, who's also the executive like, the president of All Elite Wrestling. Apparently, somebody started to go after Kenny and says, I highly doubt you played a sports at played sports at a high level besides wrestling, laughing my head out. <laughs> Which apparently Kenny responded and says, 3,000 meter hold, record hold, meaning he did running. Hockey MPP with full scholarship, provisional basketball champion, leader in assists and steals, national level beach volleyball, Jiu-Jitsu gold medals, which he put down in on um, gi no class, no gi and no class, no gi and no gi multiple weight class. It's no fluke that my energy and explosiveness are on match. Pass it along. So I'm like, dang, Kenny, she, she's. <laughs> anyway, there was more to this when somebody said, um. Responding to him and says, you don't throw a V-trigger like Kenny without some real training. I gotta imagine he's not telling ev- us any- everything. Like how he was the toughest guy he- in Leather Kenny before heading to Japan. Uh, somebody didn't do their, somebody mistyped. I guess he's the toughest guy in pro wrestling before he went into Japan. And then some fans responded. And then somebody else responded, isn't Kenny the guy that that PO'd everyone off at OVW for telling veterans that he knew better than them for being kicked out, refusing to learn from people who knew better? Which apparently somebody responded in, in this and saying, imagine having so much hate for someone but for you brain cells, you can't research uh, your t- talking points. Kenny was in DSW for a cup of coffee, never was in OVW. He was also the one that requested to be released from DSW. No one kicked him out. And the funny thing is Kenny responded and says... This is what happens when you're proud to be a beta, a follower, and a member of a cult. You don't you believe anything that fits your desired narrative and publicly looking for an effing fool for it. By the way, never once been 
to OVW. Never been kicked out of uh, any promotion. Try again. So if you guys don't know what he's talking about, this fan, this fan of, I guess, I guess they're a WWE fan. I see where he's coming from. Um, goes after Kenny Omega for claiming that he was in OVW. If you don't know what OVW stands for, it's short for Ohio Valley Wrestling. And and what Kenny's saying, yes, he has not been in the prom- in that uh, developmental promotion at all. I know somebody have, some have, but not Kenny. No, but he has, but for the other fan who's responding to uh, that check, uh, Kenny has been wrestling in DSW, means Deep South Wrestling. And he actually kind of wrestled there under developmental, but he got released. And that's when he ended up going to Japan because he prefers to wrestle in Japan. Now, before I continue off and saying something about why I'm going to end up defending Kenny Omega, I think I know where this is coming from. Apparently, the same, I don't know if it's the same or different group of people who are considered to be known as Duddy Stans. Yes, I will say that. Um, had also went after Mike Bennett, who, if you guys don't know, he... He is currently in Ring of Honor, with along with his wife Maria Canellas Bennett. And if you guys didn't know, um, Mike been targeted by Stan's too, just because they were mad about his time in WWE, and then he's now in Ring of Honor. I don't know what has been going on, but this is sounds like to me a toxic situation, and. If you guys don't know, uh, there are, this is upon the toxicity of wrestling fans because they will do anything to get attention from anybody else, else, else even if they were part of WWE or, or they no longer want to. There's a good reasons. I mean, I think I understand where Kenny's coming from because... Um, Fans are, these toxic fans are questioning about his wrestling career and what he did prior, which I don't blame him to get a, to get angry about this. But, you know, it's not much of people's concerns, but sometimes they'll act so stupid. It, it. So, yes, that's what I'll just say. Hey, so in the case of Kenny, the reason why Kenny was having an opportunity in Deep South Wrestling. He was going to be a WWE superstar, but he decided not to. Yes, for his least face, because I guess it has to be where he got an opportunity to go to Japan, and 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 that's when he become a DDT Pro Star. Or he had, uh, you know, some stuff that I don't know why people are still mad to this day. Hey, I mean. About the, uh, about him and even now Michael Nakazawa are being targeted by a bunch of trolls, probably more stands, about, uh, wrestling kids. Which apparently, it's, there's no issue about this. It's, and trying to get rid of them 
out of AEW. It's not going to happen. And because I'm saying that is you, you, there was nothing went wrong. How is this a, this dealing with um, child abuse? And the fact is, it's not really child abuse. I mean, take an example, Riho and uh, Emma, Emmy Sakura. I mean, Emmy trained Riho, and here we are. Riho is, even though she is, what, 20, yeah, 24 years old? She's been wrestling for 15 years. Harris. And now, what, you're going to go ahead and say, oh, Emmy Sakura should not be in wrestling like Kevin Omega and Michael Nakazawa? They all don't deserve to be in AEW? Uh, yeah, they do. And this is why toxicity is getting out of hand. There was no oh, abuse of any kind. This was fine with DDT Pro, fine with and with Omega, even and, and fine with the parents. And the kid was fine about this. There was no, there was not much of abuse. If you want to see abuse, follow me on my YouTube channel. No. I'll tell you how much abuse I've been given verbally and I will tell you that I mean seriously what and I have been hit a couple of times thanks just because my parents thinks oh it's actually my dad thinks it's the right thing to do no it's not that's straight-up abuse what Kenny Omega did what the, yeah, I should say, what Kenny Mega had done, what Michael Nakazawa had done, what even Emma Isakura done for Rio, is nothing compared to what my father has done. Okay? Hey, and I will defend those three, hey, because what they did was how it is. And it's just sad enough of a bunch of weird trolls who are probably stains thinking it's there it's wrong it's abuse no it's not hot hot these kids learning things from um from others there's that's not abuse that's straight up learning Think. And anybody who has say, oh, what's wrong with you, Lindsay? Oh, I think we should look in your computer. Yeah, good luck looking into my heart, <laughs> my phones. You're not going to get anything. The only thing you're going to see is a lot of gaming recording contact. And screenshots of stuff of, and photos of, well, about a bunch of YouTubers and gamers and... Somehow I'll have some photos of Kenny Omega and Tony Khan because I will go to war against anybody who goes after anybody who I like. And it doesn't matter if they wrestle for All Elite Wrestling or Ring of Honor or New Japan or <laughs> Impact Act or anywhere else, else. And you're mad because... They haven't been in the day so long. Alright? Would you please stop thinking about uh, getting mad at everybody else who has not uh, uh, been in the day NXT or in the on the main roster or their former developmentals. Alright? Please, 
for the love. Stop it. Oh, and another thing. OVW is actually now belonging to uh, Impact Wrestling as their developmental system. Just letting you guys know. Ohio Valley Wrestling is now uh, part of Impact Wrestling. Unless that changed. Nah, I don't think it changed yet. So, yeah. So, don't say that that because of used to be because of daddy no Learn, get your facts straight okay Kenny has been in deep south arrest like what's used to be a part of the daddy and the daddy developmental system before everybody was shift down to Florida championship wrestling which then became NXT okay I know this of that because I looked things up and I've been kept track of it. You know. In fact, at you wanna know who has been in the NXT developmental? I mean, there are some wrestlers I can name right off the bat. Actually even those who have been in in, in since it was Florida Championship Wrestling. I mean straight up. Uh, you have Claudio Castanoli, aka Cesaro, Chris Hero, you know, uh, um, heck yes, even Seth Rollins, John Moxley has, as Roman Reigns. I will name anybody who I can think of, but to go after those, those and misinform things, you might as well don't deserve to be on the social media platform just because you want to bully somebody. Even though I'm going to get mad about this. Seriously. And another thing. Um, before we go into commercial break. I will let you guys know that. There are going to be. Some things that. I know I did not mean to be. But I'm just very upset. That there are people who are toxic. And out of control. And to send some little information. About wrestlers like Kenny Omega uh, it's just sad okay anyway right now we're gonna go into commercial break but when we return let's talk about something that really just caught my eye on TikTok okay and yes it has to do with real wrestling thanks we'll be right back okay let's talk about Coco Banna right now I have to say this. This is about TikTok, and yes, this is about pro wrestling, and it is on Cocabana. If you guys don't know, Cocabana is on TikTok, which is his uh, handle name. is the same as for Twitter and uh, Instagram, and of course his YouTube channel, which is Cocabana. So what happened was I get onto TikTok, and uh, let me just. Uh, pull it up for a moment. If you guys didn't know, um, alright, so where was, right, so I listened to it, I had to make sure, because I don't want to get in trouble with Colt Cabana. But, what happened was, Colt shared, I think it was about, uh, I think, the day before yesterday, or the, yeah, that, uh, Colt got tagged, as in, then street, gef- it's in, in meaning, he got street graffiti. What happened was his billboard said got graffitied. Well, below it. And Cole got very upset about it. 
so I guess some, uh, so I guess I can say this, that somebody got, climbed all the way up to the, uh, the billboard where Coca-Cola is being advertised. If you guys don't know the backstory about this, if you ever live in Chicago or if you ever go to Chicago, there is a billboard and it says, uh, it's promoting one hour teas. Um, again, let me, let me just triple check this. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so, it says on the, uh, board, it says, uh, create your own teas at onehourteas.com. And there's Colcabana. The reason why a, a, this is really crazy and awful and bad and very upsetting for Colt Cabana is because Colt was, in fact, one of the customers originally of starting of One Hour Cheese that led into Pro Wrestling Tees. And yes, this is where you get the shirts. The reason why Colt gets had gotten the shirts from them is because he needed merch so he didn't know where to turn to so he went to this Chicago oh, small business which is now booming and, and ended up opening up a new location so I guess you could say or something like that just to host out the pro wrestling teeth. And yes, there are a lot of t-shirts. They're also, they also sell hats, um, and other stuff. And yes, and now they're also, and they're also hosting out, making, uh, videos, those requests, as, on their website, straight from the wrestlers themselves. And I'm glad, I'm glad Pro Wrestling Tees is capitalizing it. Um... And if you don't believe me what I'm just saying, um, let me pull up ProWrestlingTees.com slash Colcabana. So yes, uh, it's called Shoot Wrestling Video Messages. It's ordered today and you'll see a special video within seven days. So yes, so I'm looking at this and... Right now, I'm looking at, uh, they said you have, to, oh yeah, I have to log in. I just want to see how much it cost. Oh, okay. It costs $50 to do, to get a, to get a video message from Cole Cabana. Um, so yes. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's good. I mean, it's better than going through whatever they, go into what other website. I mean, let the wrestlers do it on their own on Pro Wrestling Tees. Through Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, so yeah. Oh, see, and then get the app. <laughs> so yeah, if you want a video message from Cole Cabana, it's like $50. There's, and then yeah, I get this. This is a good idea to do it for the fans. I mean, seriously. I'm just glad for Colt. <laughs> I think somebody else has it too. I don't know who else. Look at the spotlight wrestlers. Um. I think some do, some don't. I think. Yeah. You, um, no. Oh, they're promoting Cody Rhodes. Is on B&B Elite. <laughs> well, 
anyway, yeah, I think there's some other wrestlers, but yes. So, what I mean by is straight up from, for what I'm trying to say is, Kokoban is very upset about this, and because since he has been on the, as the face on the billboard for one hour tease, and because for somebody to go climb up there and just graffiti it, like for what reason? There is like no reason right now, oh, unless they are really, they do not like him. I mean, that's really an issue, man. So yes, yes. <laughs> somebody, so yes, so because of this, what happened was Colt made one TikTok video about this, I think the day before yesterday, I think he did another one yesterday, in which he says, uh, it's, he says, this billboard is R.A.R., it doesn't need more, and he just wants to save the Chicago billboards. I mean, because he doesn't to respect about the street art and that you know it should be but n not on his before <laughs> and Nicole's upset about this I mean I don't blame him I mean why graffiti s somebody unless they do not like somebody they I mean I'm just hoping uh, Pro Wrestling T's getting some help probably from Chicago's finest Jeez. Sorry, thinking about something else. Anyway, I'm just hoping whoever did this, um, whoever, whoever did this to Colt, Oates, um, Billboard, I hope they have a very good reason. I mean, seriously. I don't want to, I just don't want to say them find that, they get the, they get somebody and they say, because I feel like it. Nah, man, that's not gonna help. Like, why? Why would you do that? I mean, seriously, why to do that on Colt Cabana? Colt did not do anything wrong. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> we're gonna go into another commercial break. But when we return, I want to address something that I saw on social media, actually on Twitter. Yes, because this has to do with what happened a couple of days ago. On Twitter, that caused a trend. Yikes! <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back after these commercial. This commercial break. Alright, so I want to talk to you guys about something that really Twitter caused that I would never imagine in all my years being on social media, being a pro wrestling fan for like well over two decades. And on top of that, at, at, I would never ever find out these words. Start. Eddie Guerrero. If you guys don't know this story, apparently Twitter went completely ham. Apparently, a member of of I would definitely say Sean Ross Sapp's uh, fightful well, a chick named Denise uh, Salicito tweeted off on Twitter that shook the pro shook the pro wrestling Twitter 
her to the core. She asked, what, what, it's something about, I forget, <laughs> I kind of recorded this, but now I forget. She tweeted out, what would you, what wrestling thing you would die on the hill for? And sure enough, somebody named Oli also, and by the way, please don't go after Denise or Oli, Oli, because if you want to plaque them, report them, I don't care. They do not deserve to be on here, okay? Because this is what caused a controversy. What Oli says is in his tweet that somebody ended up screenshotting because he ended up deleting it. Saying, Eddie Guerrero was a B-plus player at best. And people hold him in such high regard because he is dead. I'm like, what? What does Eddie Guerrero's passing have to do with... With pro wrestling? At the latest. Or back then. I'm like. Is this Joker. saw what happened on NXT. And what happened on WWE. I'm like. My mind is hurting so badly. I'm like. This is straight up like me watching an episode. Of WWE NXT. I forget who was the moron. And I'm pretty sure. I And they do not like him. Anymore. But if I ever see him. I would. No, calm down. Let's just calm down. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, because what happened was... I think what happened was... some. I think this has happened on Monday Night Raw. And it somehow landed on Duddy NXT for some reason. But somebody, I forget who it was... Called Brian Danielson. A.K.A. Daniel Bryan. I don't know if he's going to be either of those... I don't know which one it will be. Uh, was called a, uh, I think it was a D plus wrestler. No, B plus wrestler, something like that. And it's because of Brian's wrestling career, I guess. And because nobody's, no, because around that time, Daddy could not take uh, Brian so seriously because they were like, Making him look awful. And he's just... And, you know, he's been trying to win in championships, tag team, did a continental heavyweight. Because that's how he was. I mean, he was the mainstay of Ring of Honor. And I'm like, okay. And then, what happened was on Daddy NXT, somebody did this... Somebody else did this to Chris Hero. I'm like, what in the world is going on? First Brian Danielson, now Chris Hero. And I'm like, bruh, why? I mean, and plus, I would find out whoever, whoever in WWE Creative did this, they need to be slapped in the face and blackballed. And even if I find out it's that ridiculous actor Freddie Prince Jr. behind this, I swear to there, he never should sit in the foot and any wrestling promotion, any wrestling company, even if it has to be AEW, uh, I will go war her and I will have told Tony Khan, don't hire this loser. But, 
But yes, that's what triggered out everybody. Hey. And because of this. Now, I ended up bookmarking this because in case I just wanted to... Case I... Because I was trying to talk about this and kind of forget to upload the video and what... I mean, the po- I mean, the episode. But now, since I'm redoing this. So, the person who had uh, saved this, uh, his name is uh, Sean. F- Sean Finchman. Fincham. I guess that's how you say it. He says, imagine calling yourself a wrestling fan and tweeting this horse crap out. Eddie Guerrero will always be an A-plus wrestler for what he was able to do in the ring and the way he was able to talk on a mic. Don't be like this, moron. In fact, that's how everybody was feeling. The whole entire, nearly almost the whole entire pro wrestling community went completely ham. Just because this moron tweeted us out, and because that that thought. Sorry, I'm just gonna clear it using my words. Tweeted to what hill they would die on. You know what? You both should die on the hill for causing this controversy. In fact, this happened. When was this? Oh, yes. Near almost uh, about a week ago. No. This happened on a Sunday night. And this is what I ended up tweeting. Saying, and I said, so someone decides to call the late Eddie Guerrero a B-plus wrestler. I wonder if they'd saw an episode of WNXC the time that someone, and that time some has been called Chris Hero when he was wrestling as Cassazona, a B-plus wrestler, or something along the lines. Hashtag slander is not welcome. Oh. And I said, also, don't disrespect Vicky Guerrero or even Chavo Guerrero, despite that both of them are managing Nyla Rose and Andre. Andre. <laughs> don't ever speak slander on them either. And what I mean by is, um, nobody. Sh- and what I mean by is, because I'm, because re- I'm talking about. Uh, the whole entire Guerrero family. That's including Eddie Guerrero, his widow, who's now happy remarried Vicky Guerrero, his nephew, their nephew Chavo, or even Vicky's daughters, especially Shao. Or on top of that, don't speak about her husband either. Just because how crappy Dunny had treated him, and don't, 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 don't talk about him either. No. In fact, don't go after anybody just because as 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 they are bad. No, they are good and never. And by the way, yes, even Chavito himself, Chavo Guerrero, <laughs> he, 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 tw- he tweeted this, this, and somebody says, irony, someone never was talking out of his, his butt, denouncing Eddie's greatness, causing Eddie's millions of fans to come to his fans. Haha, <laughs> thank you, wrestling fans. You are the best. 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 And of course, he puts a couple of emojis smile emoji, a, 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 
that he does this the um use use a couple of ants and then he says Eddie 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 and I'm and actually even Mick Foley tweeted out uh, Matt Hardy tweeted out those guys were so mad about this and as for this person is this other guy I hope he is definitely, definitely go crawling back where he came from. Because this, it's actually, I guess to say, this is something that deals, when I was in the first segment, when you don't know anything about anybody, don't you ever tweet at them because you might as well get dunked on. So yes, that's what happened. And, and uh, sure enough, I mean, it really made me upset and angry. It made the fans angry and upset. And, you know, it was crazy. I was like, are you really nuts to do something like to sink into yourself? Seriously, that's what happened. <laughs> and maybe we're going to go into another commercial break. When we return, I'm going to talk about something that makes you mean will make you guys really happy. Okay. Okay, so let's talk... Before I'm going to wrap this up, this is where I have to talk about what's been happening on AEW Dynamite. And suddenly, I just have to talk about that, that situation with... Um, that it's the main event that has to deal with uh, Chris Jericho, Nick Gage. Somehow, Domino is involved. Now, front office sports, which I never part of them before or which is very much questionable and shady stuff going on but i guess we can talk about this yes um <sighs> if you guys don't know the story behind this um I guess it has to do with MJF as well. Um, the situation is Chris Jericho and MJF are at each other there again. And I guess because despite of MJF forming the pinnacle and Jericho intact the inner circle, still they're not, still they're not being, still, they're still at each other no matter what. So... MJF decides to guess I guess this to deal with the labor and probably labor bait and forcing Chris Jericho into uh five matches, I guess. As as because each match he does, if Jericho wins they, MJF continues on and sending out another wrestler. But if Jericho loses, I guess MJF gets I don't know, the upper hand. Well, what happened was Jericho is had just Jericho defeated um, Sean Spears in the first chapter. Second chapter, he got Nick. MJF got Nick Gage to go after him, which prompts Jericho to revert to his to his uh, painmaker persona when he was in New Japan when he wrestled against Kenny Omega uh, for the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, things IWGP. He, United States Championship. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. And, and no offense to the current holder, uh, Lance White, a.k.a. Lance Archer. <laughs> but what happened was... <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Jericho did that. And what happened was, 
Nick Gage and Chris Jericho went at it, and, and understand, Nick Gage is a hardcore wrestler. I mean, he, he's he been wrestling, although he also had gotten arrested because of, due to the fact of a bank robbery, went to jail, got out of it, and he'd been pro for it. And, of course, I think he did get in trouble with, although I heard rumors that he got in trouble, but not 100% sure about that. And then, of course, he got released. Well, and now wrestling again with the permission from his um, parole, parole officer. So, anyway, this brings to, I guess, now. And what happened was uh, Nick Gage and Chris Jericho would go at it. Well, apparently, in the end to this madness of this match, kind of spoilers if you haven't seen it, yes, Chris Jericho defeats Nick Gage. However... I'm, uh, this is getting too funny, and this is about to be silly and serious. But what happened was, um, during the main event, and you know, as per usual, there's the commercial break. And what happened was, as they were about to go into picture picture, Nick Gage it has a pizza cutter in his hand, and he's doing this on Chris Jericho's forehead. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh about this, because here's the next part. When he went to picture to picture, on the left side, it's a commercial for Domino's. I'm like, really? <laughs> I know, you have the left, you have the Domino's commercial, on the right, it's the match. The main event match. <laughs> so, sure enough, because of this, is things get a little bit too weird. Domino's is freaking out. Out, they had to say that. Now they set post. They're freaking out, uh, and they go crazy and woke, saying, "Oh yeah, oh we have to distance ourselves because uh, we're family friendly and they're not. We did not prove this. Yes, shouldn't understand this. This is not planned. I'm pretty sure this was not planned at all. Domino's really took this badly. <laughs> so, what happened was, it turns out, Domino's really got upset about this. They decided to pull it, and pretty sure enough, I'm finding out it's ridiculous. So I read an article from Fightful about what happened, went down, and apparently there was a Apparently from John, apparently got a video something quote from John Moxley saying that the Domino's needs to chill because apparently you could use Nick Gage an opportunity to promote the pizzas to sell a few pizzas, which I don't, which I kind of agree with Moxley for once. <laughs> oh my god! But sure enough. I find it it's ridiculous. However, this gets a little bit too weird for me. Um, anyway, I've been I ended up watching. I'm starting to watch us, uh, um, the video from Tipster who talked about this, and sure enough, he gets a he finds out he reads a uh, statement from which I never heard about her them before. Um. They claim they've been at it since July 2014, but I haven't heard about them until recently. And what happened was, Tipster read the, uh, the statement f f 
that from FOS called Front Office Sports, which, like I said, I never heard of them before, or ever, and I'm like, really? I never heard of them before. However, I ended up searching for them and wanted to see if this is legit. And anyway, I see a tweet from David Bixpin. And by the way, this don't get mad at me about this. But David Bixpin tweeted that it's making me want to question about what happened. And what the statement that Tipster read. He says here, by the way, after about a day or so... Uh, Domino's, including the spokesperson who gave the statement to Front Office Sports, has not responded in on it to an email asking them to clarify why their statement about AEW was phrased in a way that suggests unusually leading questions from the Front Office Sports reporter. In other words, there might be something shady going on. And by the way, I'm just saying this. I haven't heard them them at all. I know about uh, Fightful. Uh, my uh, I know about Wrestling Heads because I used to. I'm not used to do stuff for them. Actually, some article, um, some columns. In my opinion, um, what what else? Um, I know the existence of Dave Meltzer's and. Brian Alvarez's uh, trigger for or website, whatever it's called, um, and 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 there's some others. I mean, especially and, and even though I find it so weird and so odd about this, but sure enough, I never heard of Front Office Sports until until I heard it from Tipster. And I listen. And if you guys are listening to me right now, please do not go after Tipster at all. All right. After this whole entire toxicity of wrestling fans who probably are duddy fans or are duddy stands, it's nice to go after Mike Bennett and Kenny Omega for no apparent reason. And then, of course, somebody who decides to flip the pro wrestling community. When they talk crap about Eddie, the late Eddie Guerrero, which apparently made Mick Foley, Matt Hardy, a Chavo Guerrero very upset and angry, and me as well, and all just because of of it. But but bear with me. Don't get mad at Tipster. Probably get mad at, at somebody else, but. I mean, just don't go after Tipster because he he's just the messenger. So apparently, I think I don't know why I'm saying this, but Big Spin is onto something. Because why hasn't anybody else covered this? I mean, how the heck did Front Office Sports got wind of this? I mean, that's the question I like to know. Is oh, is did they really? Did 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 Domino's really gave out a statement, or did Front Office Sports kind of faked it? Cause that's the what I want to know. Oh, which by the way, if I if I will, I will probably 
write an email myself to Domino's and ask them to just clarify this. 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 Cause if and if they said and they do, I will definitely will post it on Twitter. By the way, follow me at Miss Lindsay Star. I'll both post on my YouTube channel. It'll, it'll follow me on the Wrestling Fan Vlog. Vlog. And I will make sure everybody hears about this. But anyway. Hey. So. Yeah. If that's the case. Why on earth. And I will say this. Why on earth Donald's get upset about this. I mean. It's, it just happens. Accidental. Oh, and it's pretty funny that it happened. And nobody planned this. Alright. <laughs> so. I find it it's ridiculous. And by the way, I will I'm I'm not gonna I really want to say this, but you know what? That's right, I never eat pizza anymore so I will never eat Domino's ever again. I'm just saying, I will never eat Domino's ever again because of how 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 this happened. But if only if they clarify a the statement meant. and sure enough I will do that. As a customer, of course, for them. But if there's any way if somebody will capitalize this, I think there's a better chance Papa John's is because of Shaq. Because I'm just saying, Shaq should capitalize this. This, I mean, because he kind of ownership. Of, I mean, he also works on the TNT for NBA basketball. I mean, why not take the opportunity and use it to sell uh, pizzas? Papa John Pizzas, us, you know, you know what I'm saying. But I find it's just so ridiculous. This and Domino's acting so hysterical, like seriously, Lee. I mean, especially John Moxley had said it best in the Fightful article. I mean, they should let him Nick Gage sell pizzas for them. <laughs> but anyway, um. Before I okay, and now I just want to get into another story, but this is the last part. Um, if you guys don't know, I watched uh, all. I mean, I watched um, Celebrity Family Feud uh, last last uh, this last Sunday, and sure enough, there was the. Um, Sure enough, it was the reason why is because, well, David Arquette. So if you guys didn't know David Arquette, the actor, who somehow is has did a couple of pro wrestling matches in the independent scene, especially one against RJ City, uh, decides to show up on Celebrity Family Feud. And who does David Arquette's team goes up against? Well, the team of him that is Paul Rubens. If you don't know who Paul Rubens is, he's the man who created the character. And the actor, I guess you can say, brought to life, that is, Pee Wee Herman. So, yes. <laughs> so, what happened was, uh, David Arquette go has a team of, well, pro wrestlers. That of consisting of RJ City, who is considered to be a friend of, of David Arquette. And, uh, Dalton Castle, who is considered to be a friend of... Um, of RJ City. Also, they brought in Peter Avalon because I don't know what's 
I guess I guess he's friends with RJ and Dalton. And of course, uh Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Which apparently uh you can say that David Arquette is friends with because after all, he is the son of the late Luke Perry. <sighs> Now, as for B- now as for Baldwin's team, consists of Joe Magnello, which if you guys have seen, um, which this is really gonna, f- this is funny, which if you guys didn't know, Joe Magnello had uh, Kevin Nash on uh, for in the movie that he was also in with uh, Channing Tatum, um, and apparently he. And his wife, Sylvia Vergara, was spotted at a pro wrestling gorilla <laughs> show. <laughs> and I was like, dang! <laughs> Who knew did she end up being one of the judges for America's Got Talent? <laughs> oh, so awkward. <laughs> so anyway, also was on the... also. With Paul Rubens and Joe Magnello, there was S. F. Pra, uh, Marcuson. Let me make sure I'm right, saying this right. Don't get mad at me. Jeez, I'm already in trouble saying this. Ugh. Yeah, S. Espera Merchantson, who currently plays, uh, plays, um, uh, how do I describe this right without getting anybody angry? Um, jeez. Uh, she plays, currently plays Sharon Goodwin, who is the Chief Administrator here of Gaffney Chicago Meds Chicago Medical Center on the show Chicago Med and she formerly was known playing uh Lieutenant Anita Van Verten on Law and Order. Here, the original Law and Order. And understand both Chicago Med and Law and Order are part of uh, De- the creative mind of Dick Wolf under the Wolf Entertainment banner. Um, also was part of the team was also uh, ja- <coughs> was also uh, actress Jackie Harris who is, I best known her for being on the show uh sister sister and also so comedian actor and now game shows of the braces right drew carey it was also part of t- of team <laughs> on team Ruben. so yes you have david arquette and, and a bunch of wrestlers <laughs> and paul Rubens and a team of well actors, and sure enough, I never and uh, sure enough while I'm watching this with my mother, for, for, for the sake, <laughs> we watch 
watching this, and sure enough, of I don't know who's who has a dirty mind, <laughs> Dalton Castle or S. S. Robert. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing my butt off. But what happened was, um, there was a question, and suddenly, um, R.J. City and Joe Magnello are like didn't have no clue. Sure enough, I'm hearing from Dalton Castle and S. Espera Mert and, and Mouse, and I'm like, okay, now I have a question. Now I have a question. Who's worse? <laughs> and then when they went at it, I'm like, yeah, I stand corrected. They are like the worst when it comes to family feud. I'm like, both you keep your day jobs. Never let me catch you playing family feud ever again. Uh, I was like, I was fearing that I'm about to get roasted by the pro wrestling community and this one Chicago fans. I was like, yep. (laughs) And of course my mother, she was like, oh, I can't believe I didn't hit Drew Carey. I'm like, yeah, I know. Same thing with Jack Perry. It's because it turns out... (laughs) You guys haven't seen them yet, but if you did, you know that David Arquette and his team won. And they end up getting and they end up winning the twenty five thousand dollars thanks to both David Arquette and RJ City. <laughs> oh my Yep. And even though my mother was so mad, I nearly almost caught myself into really serious trouble when I told her that Jack Perry is a wrestler for all elite wrestling. And despite she thinks, oh yeah, because that's like acting. I'm like, not really. Not with all elite wrestling. Sure enough, I am. She's lucky she doesn't know who owns all. She, she's lucky enough she doesn't know the boss of all elite wrestling. Or sure enough, she's going to question me so much, I'm going to be so much in trouble. That's what I'm just saying is. I'm not telling her about Tony Khan because unless, unless I get, unless I get into serious trouble. <laughs> what I'm just saying is, I just don't want my mother to know. Oh, because then there's a lot of explaining about the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is the boss of Holy Wrestling. Yes. The CEO, the president of All Elite Wrestling. And how could I explain that there are four EVPs in the form of the, of the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Cody Rhodes, or the fact that Brandy Rose is the chief branding officer? You know, how could I explain this to my 70 year old mother about this? Oh, and speaking about Tony Khan, <laughs> I also saw a clip from um, AEW about Cody Rhodes. Rhodes wanted to cut a promo on Tommy and, or as they call it, Malachi Black. And even though I refuse to call him Malachi Black because I prefer to be known as Tommy Ant. Though they let him keep his handles, thank you very much. So, what happened? So, Cody Rhodes decided to cut a promo on Tommy and Tommy and came out of nowhere and attacks him. And he, t- and he starts, and he's like, he 
he goes past Cody. So man, he knocks Cody out, and then he, and he not only that, Cody gets Cody gets hit by Tommy. Tommy, and because of that, Cody ends up hitting Jerry Lynn. And next thing you know, I see Tony Khan jacking on poor Jerry Lynn. I'm like, oh no, Tommy Ed, why, why did you do this? <laughs> I was like, Tommy, why did you do this, man? <laughs> sure enough, I comment on this, and actually, it's sort of a, like a small poem, and I posted on it on, the the as the uh, wrestling fan vlog, and I said, Cody talks about Black, Black talks about Cody, Cody falls on Jerry Lynn, and Tony Khan is freaking out, but not too much. <laughs> Because what happened was, is they go right to where, where um both Tommy and and Cody Rhodes fight out to out into the front, and sure enough, um, I mean Tommy and took took Cody Rhodes out, and then after that, when Jerry Lynn somehow got out, out, and told and he and I. He and some of the wrestlers, including Fuego del Sol. Oh boy. Uh, we're trying to t tell him to not, don't do it. And then, so you know, Tommy and Denzel taking poor Fuego del Sol. He's wearing, uh, he's wearing the, 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 he's wearing the night, American Nightmare jacket that Cody has released. And I'm like, what is going on? And I'm like, Seriously, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so sure enough, uh, uh, poor, poor Fuego del Sol. Of course, he tweeted out and then, uh, like a couple of days later, and he's fine, but he got mean by the, uh, <laughs> the Instagram, the meme Instagram account out of all the memes. Which, by the way, is not associated with uh, All Elite Wrestling, but they do make funny memes about AEW. <laughs> sure enough, that's crazy. But anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. If you do, make sure to please follow me if you're listening through me into any of the podcasts. Also, if you want to support me anyway, um, right now I can set Cash App. I'll make sure that it's in the description. Anyway, thank you all for listening. And I'll see you guys, hopefully, in another episode. Till then. Bye.